The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Podcasters, the DAD tabletop gaming podcast on the network at BICBP-radio.com. We also have a YouTube, Teespring, and we have a sponsor, guys, from Oogie Games in Niagara Falls, New York at 2406. If you're going to get some video games in uh, Western New York area, why not head on over to lovely old Niagara Falls at 2406 Military Road. Go buy, sell, trade new and used games uh, for D&D base, as I said before. Was it Baldur's Gate 3 is coming out? I say go for it. It looks awesome. And uh, now let's get into this. We got a campaign to roll into. Got my uh, players over here. And they are all in for a great treat today. Uh, Let's pick up. So, where we last left off, uh, the party had been a little bit of a railroad. Railroaded a bit. With uh, Remus and Howard returning from the Jennings farm. Taken into custody by the guards from outside the front of Burghold. Uh, out in front of Puff's shop, not collecting any money at all, really, too. We just kind of fast-tracked that. They were tossed into a... Well, yeah, we were, we were just taken prisoner for no reason, and I kept asking why. Uh, the, the guards the guards during this were a little uh, under direct orders to grab you, as you found out. Being tossed into a jail cart, finding uh, hearing the name Jarrell being thrown at them, at the orders of Jarrell, a halfling that they had just done some running around for. Being tossed in the jail, in this uh, jail cart, the uh, ye old paddy wagon from the Renaissance style, as we'll call it, uh, along with two other figures. One of them being our uh, new member, Fink, to the campaign, as well as a mysterious drow that was covered in shrouds and just kept to himself, asking to, for the rest of the party to try and stop talking to him. They were brought to the town of Bryanspell, Amongst the giant festival sorts. Um, outside, I mean, you guys wouldn't have known this. It's for the uh, Festival of the Pages. Or, I'm sorry, it's the, for the uh, Festival of the Pages. The Pages. And during a spectacle, a public display of... Ex- not execution, but during a public display of sorts, where we're assuming some pain was supposed to be put upon our players as well as this a couple other uh, locked up uh, cult figures that were in robes as well out in the parchment mar- out in the uh, parchment market they were they were on display for a crowd that was cheering for punishment to be done upon the spell cipher the spell siphoners a cult that has been making hit attacks on citizens as well as stealing some magical items throughout the empire. During amidst a commotion of explosions and uh, cultists being within the crowd, they jumped out and turned it basically into a riot, attacking the city and sending people into chaos. Amongst this chaos, the party members that were up on this display, their chains, their handcuffs were magically undone 
Some of the party attempted to flee, fight a little bit to get out into safety, and they split off in different directions. With two, all the cultists disappearing, we were left with Remus running off in one direction and finding shelter within a bookshop of sorts, while we had Howard, Fink, and Azoth in the opposite direction, just surviving an attack from a black panther-like creature with these almost tentacles lashing out from its back. We pick up with this commotion, silence coming to the market. For now, what would you guys like to do? Uh, I'm going to look to Fink and Azoth. Have you seen where the purple man went? Remus. I'm going to keep just kind of like wiggling my feet because I'm assuming I'm still being held. Yes. Because I was physically carried away. Mm-hmm. I can't see anything. I can't see over this man's shoulders. Uh, I can reply that uh, point in the general direction in which he was running because I had been observing from far enough back to see what was going on. And I, I point south towards the gate from where we, uh, they came in. Perfect. If you want to live, stick with me. Otherwise, thank you for your time. And I'm going to start running off in that general direction and seeing if I can find Remus, I guess. Okay. You go running off in the direction. Uh, what do you guys, what do you do, Azoth? And Azoth, you're currently holding Fink. Yeah, I'm going to kind of like tug on his cloak a little. Hello? Uh, I, I asked Fink what he wants to do, and I, I set him down. He can probably walk now, so. Oh. I was actually pretty comfortable up there. But yeah, maybe we should follow them. They seem like okay guys. Although we've just met. You want to ride? Yeah, I'll climb back on. <laughs> we, uh, we go to follow them. All right. Uh, you pick them up and you guys start heading over in the general direction of where you heard, uh, where you where you were saw that Remus is pointing out to go. Um, you head over there, make uh, general perception checks, looking around for him. Cool. Remus. Well, I'm looking out for that yeah. too. Um, can I also keep an eye out for any guards that might be looking our way or looking for us? Or yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. It's an eight. It's an eight. Um, it, this is a new town. This is busier, more more uh, larger than Burkholt. Burkholt was kind of like you know, think of like your, you know, thousand maybe two thousand people. This is a little mm-hmm. bit higher. Little a couple no. Five, six, seven thousand people, about double the size. So, a lot busier, taller buildings. You know, uh, you see a couple towers with smoke coming, billing out of them from where explosions came, and no sight of Remus yet. Mm. I don't know if you guys all want to make perception checks helping him, but you're cool. Yeah, I might as well. Okay. Go for it. Nineteen. Twenty three. Yeah. Uh, hey, we found him. So as you, <laughs> this is great. So as you follow uh, this the yellow cloaked man running up the street, looking around frantically, uh, looking for guards and looking for his purple skinned friend, you both see looking off to your right a purple mannequin esque figure sitting in front of a bookshop, holding a book, just reading, peering over the book with his eyes. We think, it's, we think it's a mannequin? I mean, it, it's, it's 
It's a purple figure. I don't. That's not really a mannequin. I mean, okay. He's positioned like a mannequin. He's not a mannequin, though. You know. Can I ask like a random passerby if they've seen anyone that looks like that? Yeah. Uh, All right. Um. Yeah, I, I saw purple purple horns. Um. He he went over in there. He went into the he went into the shop. It's uh, known as Pages Pages. All right, let's check it out. Walk up to the shop. Uh, Remus, are you just this whole time just just like that? Okay. Uh, you I go think th- so. Like the shopkeeper. I know, you- I, from what I remember, the shopkeeper wouldn't tell me his name. He was scared. He was scared, but I, I said scared. I would protect us. So, um, what? Well, yeah. What do I see? All right. Um, so you're in over my book. Peeking over your book, looking out, uh, you just, before before they come running up, because you will see this uh, this these three figures come running up. You see people running uh, frantically, scattering in an, in all directions as as you're just kind of waiting and hiding. Uh, you see some guards run by. You see a couple red and uh, black cloaked figures running around. Um, right in front of the window, you see a woman. Uh, blonde hair with like a little bit of like a red streak in it and a cult figure come running up to her and wrap his arms around her and then you see them both vanish. A couple minutes later, you see these, you're, you see Howard come running up right past the shop looking around as well as this new, the newer uh, figure that you had met, Fink, this little goblin being carried by a a gentleman, uh, Mark, uh, a- Azoth, what are you wearing again? Uh, you wearing like, uh, armor or a cloak? Just like a, uh, hooded robe style. Uh, uh, some like, le- like basic, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Cloaks, yeah. cloak, uh, ranger druidish looking attire. Yeah. Come running out in front of you. In front of the shop. So you see that. Um, so before they... I assume they don't notice I'm here yet. So before they do that, yeah. I would like to just lower my book and pose. All right. So you, he lowers the book and you, uh, at this point, Azoth and Fink, you both turn around you see this purple-figured... Uh, actually, no, you would recognize Remus now, Fink. You've been in the cart with him for a day or two. So you see him in there, in the shop. All right, well, I'm going to open the door. I, I forget if you locked the door or not. <laughs> well, I'm going to keep pulling and making noise. I sit knocking. I sit still till uh, I, I want to see what Howard does, essentially. I was going to okay. say, I'm, like, I'm kind of waiting until I finally see Fink walk over and start doing the thing. Notice him in there. Like, pointing at the door, like, let us in. All right. I would like to sit there for probably, like, five or so more minutes until they lose, like, visible faith that that's actually him and it's not, not like, they're questioning right, I'm gonna go, it's a mannequin. I'm going to go look for the back afterwards, door. No, like, I'm not waiting five this? minutes. Okay. okay. I'm impatient. I'm looking for a back door side entrance. Okay. I don't know if there is one. We'll find out. All right. So while he walks around, I'm just going to Eldritch blast the doorknob. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm hanging with uh, I'm hanging with Fink still. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with him. You guys are gonna walk around to the back then? Yeah, I'm looking for a door. All right, all right, you go around the back. Um, head around the back of the shop, and there is a small, little uh, half-cut door, just about the perfect size for you, basically, kind of there. All right, I'll open it. I'm trying to open it. Um, it's open. All right, walk right in. You go in, and uh, this is good. The door is about your goblin, so Azoth, the door is about three and a half foot tall, just so you know. I'm 4'10, okay. I can crawl through. Yeah, you can do that then easily. Kind of hunch in and uh, get through this door. I'll, I'll, I'll follow behind him. All right. Uh, as you come walking in through the back door, you are. You walk into this almost like little kitchen space. Almost like a little tiny, almost like a one room, like almost like a little tiny apartment kitchen that you would see. This um, is in a bookstore. And there's a little tiny bed off to the right. And there's a desk next to the bed with a bunch of parchments and, and uh, papers rolled up and quills and bottles of ink everywhere. And it looks messy and frantic, but organized. Uh, as you walk into this kitchen, um, it's not like the kitchen and the bedroom are once kind of like a studio style. Like there's a clear separation, but it's all a single, like kind of like stretch out. Uh, 10 feet. The, the kitchen's like a little like four foot by four foot. It's small, like cramped up, self-contained. But the bed, the bedroom side nook study off to the right uh, goes off about like six feet or so. And um, you see this giant curtain drawn in front of it, in front of uh, like another doorway to enter. Okay. Well, I want to kind of look to uh, Azoth, was it? Yeah. I want to look to Azoth and just kind of kind of give it an eyebrow. I'm confused. I thought this was a bookstore. I'll uh, check out the curtain. Yeah. Could it be Walk, drawn? Go up, you draw up in the curtain, and you are now greeted by a full-on books. This, like, a bookstore is now in the front half. Yeah, this is the back room, essentially. <laughs> and, uh, Looks like possibly this was a, not a living quarters, but you want to work the late nights. You want to crash here. This is kind of a safe, this is kind of where uh, someone would sleep if they, if they want, if they needed to kind of sleep it off. Um, as you walk into this, this bookstore from the back, there is a counter to your left that has a little like opening side nook. Where the where the where a where like a shop owner would kind of walk behind, and off to the right it opens in, and the the shelves and the walls are just lined with spell or uh, books, possibly spell books, possibly just history books. You don't know what you see bundles of almost like back to school, like a, there's a table with like a bundles of like back to school preparation supplies with like freshly uh, with like brand new quills, little bottle of ink, roll of parchment with like a Two books with twine wrapped up together, sat on a table. There is like a another display with little uh, with like wands, like kind of like to be picked up. Um, yeah, you're in there, and you see from the back as you walk in this room, you could see Remus sitting down, this purple body tiefling sitting down on a chair, holding a book. And if you're looking behind and around the where the little counter is, you would see this little gnome kind of hiding behind there. And he, has no, idea. he has no idea you're there. 
Okay. What happens to the... When does the door happen? I was going to say, can this be like the part where the door yeah. got a blasted? Yeah. <laughs> Make an attack roll on the door. All right. Let's go. Internet dice don't kill me. Uh, that is a 25. 25? No damage. Just, I'm just going to say, yeah. You blasted perfectly at the door handle and where the locking fixture was. <laughs> door just... Opens up. Cool. And, 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 and you hear this voice going, not the door! I just I just had it fixed. Sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll like, close the door behind me and like kind of peek out the window if there's like one nearby just to make sure that there's nobody that's heard the noise or looking in our direction. Um <laughs> make another perception check. That's 15. You do see now that the streets uh, or don't have any more cultists openly running, as far mm-hmm. as you could see. But you're starting to see now guards are starting to enter amongst the streets. And the guards you're noticing are a little bit of a mix of two. Um, for general population, when you do see guards, I just out of this metagame, I'll just let you guys know. What you're seeing is, uh, within this town, it's an 80-20% split. About 20% Imperial guards with this nice big I and C... Um, Blue-looking, uh, leathered armor. Some have some breastplates with this nice uh, blue, like, flowing cape on it. And some of them actually have a big uh, silver dragon almost, or a big, like, metallic, platinum-looking dragon face on the chest. And then the other the other 80% of the guards are, uh, they're called spell swords. And Azoth, you would have picked this up within this, uh, with your, your time in this town. Spell swords are Brian Spell's guard system. They are ran by um, uh, Glim, Pock, T, and they are masters of spellcasting within melee combat. Uh, their swords, uh, their armor is very more uh, elven in based in design and very agile. A lot of lightweight, like uh, lightweight, heavy, dense armor. So it's like kind of like that mithril chain that Frodo got. So it's like super, super protective, super light, a lot of quick-paced uh, combat. Right. So, you, uh, Howard, you do start to see some of these guards patrolling now, looking around for any, anything that seems out of place. They heard an explosion, but no one's coming after you yet. Okay. Um, is there like a little, I know obviously it's a bookstore, but like a little shelf or something that I can kind of use to block the door so nothing can get in? Uh, lock the door. <laughs> Say it again. He could have. He could have locked the door. Could lock it. Uh, but you know, um, you could move like a table or so. Nothing that's gonna really like. You have to try and position something. But I guess if someone wants to get in, they could bust their way in. So yeah, it'll be uh, at least a hindrance. So yeah, yeah I'm gonna you can put something to hit in it. Yeah, yeah, just drag it over to the door. Look at okay. Remus, the uh, Fink, and Azoth. Like just walk in. All right, guys. Um, we have. Why did, why did you blow up the door? Uh, it was locked. I didn't know what was wrong with it. So, I but they just—they came in through the back way. This man was very nice, and I told him I'd keep him safe. And now his door is broken. And okay. you know, I'm gonna look around. Do I see? The I don't know guy? his name. He wouldn't tell me. I was trying to gain his trust because he seemed like an okay guy. He owns a bookstore. He lives here, I think. Uh, um, excuse me. The name's Corchi. 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 Well, 
Corchi? Yeah, Corchi. Um, well, that's just how he responds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, yeah. nice to meet you, Corchi. I apologize about the door. I'll make sure the uh, the guards uh, pay for that. Um, we need to get out of here before they find us and be back on our way. I don't know what to do from here. You guys have any ideas? You two seem like nice people. Glad uh, you guys saved us. Thank you. I appreciate it, Fink. And uh, I'm sorry, I didn't have your name. What was your name? Azoth. Azoth. Nice to meet you, Azoth. Um, yeah, I appreciate your help, uh, but we need to get out of here before the guards come and get us. That's... You said that. All right. Okay. I mean, I thought I was trying to run out of the city. You initially, you initially were attempting to run in the run in the direction uh, to get out of the city. Um, Finks is going to volunteer to kind of lead the way. Um, out of character, I have a ability that lets us move through cityscapes um, twice the speed if I'm the one leading the way. So, okay, that can get us through a little quicker if we're in a rush. Okay. Uh, so you guys are all you guys are all gonna try and leave and uh, head out of the city. Yeah. Okay. Make um, stealth uh, stealth checks as you guys try to sneak out of the city. Uh, Howard, or you do have advantage on stealth checks. I gave you that was, blessing of the trickster. Just earlier. about to ask you that. Yeah. That was still happening. All right, cool. Yeah. So this has only been about twenty. It's only been about 15 minutes or so, I'd say. Yeah, it lasts an hour, and I can pretty much do it all day, so. Awesome. Uh, it's a dirty 20 for me. Nice. 23. Nice. Uh, Stealth check from everyone else. 18. What's up? One. one? <laughs> Natural one? Yeah. Nice. nice. All right. Um, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, by the way, guys, Dungeon Master dice rolls are going to be brought to you from Chessex Heavy Dense Dice. We are not sponsored by them, but we want to be. So if anyone has any connections, let Chessex nice Dice know that we would love a sponsorship. As everyone knows, I am rolling with my uh, orange and turquoise die. These things are heavy and dense, just like a, uh, a regular actual like metal dice, but they're not the price of them. Totally worth it. Head on over to your local game store, request them, and check them out. Uh, we're going to get that sponsorship one of these days. Curse right. you, Chessex Dice! Curse <laughs> you. Curses. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So you guys all get up and... Uh, where are you guys heading out through? The front or the back? Uh, uh, which we are... The front, the front door. I was going to say, imagine the, like, the way we came in. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys head out of it, and uh, you start to make your way out of the out of the uh, the market district, away from where you guys were held up on a platform. And as you're slowly, and oh so carefully, sneaking away and heading out of Brine Spell for an open journey, your newest compatriot trips and falls and goes. Pff! It's like. Ow! Just as some guards were turning over in a corner, uh, you hear the guards, the guards go, Halt! Please! Wait! As they start to walk over towards you. 
You were seen at the, you were seen in the in the in the battle. We'd like to ask you a few questions. How many guards? Uh, currently, it is one of them that you can Are see. They the Imperial Guards or the Spell Swords? Spell Swords. How far away are they? Um, this one is 20 feet away from you. Is there a barrel within 50? <laughs> there is a barrel within 50 feet of you if you want. What about 30? Oh, within 30? Sure. It's a city. There's a barrel. I'm going to run in bonus action hide. Make a stealth check in the barrel. <laughs> Twenty-one. Twenty-one. You, amongst this uh, shouting from the guard, Remus, you quickly notice a barrel uh, two two buildings over, uh, down down uh, around the corner from the alley that you guys were walking down. And you hop in the barrel, <laughs> hidden. Let's see, hidden from him. All right. So, uh, you three have a guard. Please, I'd like to speak to you. Please. Sorry, this must be some kind of misunderstanding. Um, what can we help you with? Comes walking up. Uh, my name is. My name is Ty, and I saw you. Uh, I, I saw you when they shot down um, uh, Jenkin uh, off the stage. You guys didn't react. You didn't disappear. Are you cultists? I'm, I'm assuming not. Oh, no, no. As, no, as he's not. slowly gra- drawing for his blade. Like, not an aggressive, but cautious manner. I'm going to put my hands up. No need okay. for that. Um, we're definitely not cultists. And actually, I don't even know what you're talking about. What stage? We were just trying to come here to sell wares. And um, we got caught up in the mix-up up over there. And we're trying to get back to where we were. Let me see your hands. Um, all right. Um, see, it looks at you. Uh, he doesn't see anything. Uh, do you all present your hands, Adam? I, I do you not. Don't? Got it. Um, nothing on you, Azoth. Uh, he peers down at you, little goblin. Not aggressive at you yet. But upon you, he sees the shackles, like little marks of where your hands were binded. He goes, please, I do not have time for games. There's someone, the Imperial Guards are not meant to be trusted. Someone is behind them. Please. The Imperial Guards are the ones that brought us here? Yes. Okay. I, I immediately agree I've, to help. I have a contact. We have, we have reason to believe that we have, we have people working from the inside with the cult. And if... I have a feeling that if we, if they believe that you're already uh, wanted by us, that maybe we can work in each other's favor, clear up this mess. I'm gonna look to the other two real quick. I'm like, kind of get like a nod of nod of approval. I, I give him the oath. I give him the. We're willing to help you, uh, but one question. Yes. Jor- Jorel, how do you feel about him? Um. I've only met him a few times. He's higher up. An official comes in once a month, maybe twice from and from Burghold. 
you know, meets with the other uh, high council, you know, political play. You know, uh, what's his name? Glenpock doesn't like him much, but he doesn't like anyone, really. He doesn't trust anyone. How about you? Do you trust him? He hasn't done anything wrong to me yet. I don't know. I don't, I don't trust anyone that isn't one of us. Can I make an insight check real quick? Please do. Okay. Uh, that is 14. 14? Um, seems to be telling you the truth for the most part. He doesn't seem to be telling you everything, but he's being sincere that he wants help. Okay. All right. I just wanted to know. Just curious. So, what did you need? What's What's in it for us? Well, if you guys are for sure, or if you guys are the ones that I saw, we saw up on the the stage, then we seriously misaccused you because you didn't come after us. The other guards that were out there, they were slaughtered. Surprisingly, no Imperial Guards either were hurt. So, if you guys could help us, hopefully we can help and clear your name. No one gets put in, sha- put, gets put in the magic detainer shackles for no reason. Someone high up must not want you guys alive. Did you guys and, do anything wrong? And, well, I don't think we did, but um, who exactly... Would you consider high up that wants us or knows us? I don't know. Who have you... You just be very... To be frank, have you put anyone off lately? Well, that's a long list, so (laughs) I couldn't quite tell you exactly who that might be. I don't know. Hopefully we can get down to the bottom if if you guys would offer help. Well, as far as me and my uh, newly found friends over here, seems like we're more than willing to help you. Do I hear all this? Yeah, you hear this. At this point, I poke my head out of the barrel. Poke at. All right. He looks. He wouldn't actually. He wouldn't. He doesn't see you. Okay, you poke out. You see this. Um, let's see where is this entry? You see this elf, uh, golden skin, talking to your party, with this uh, green and brown leather armor. With uh, with this like scripture-looking sigils on his uh, on his sh- on his shoulder plates, and on his chest there is a um, almost a picture of a what you guys see is almost like a book opened up like this, kind of like spread open, and uh, stars are coming out from the center of the book that's opened, almost like little star designs are on his chest. You see you see them talking. He's take he's taking his his hand away from his sword now. By the way, um, do me one more favor. If you do run into, actually, will you be seeing Jarrell anytime soon? Do you deal with him? Um, if I'm not mistaken, he just arrived. Oh, he did. did. Yeah, he did. He's meeting. He's meeting with the other high with the high council member, high council, to figure out what happened here. Perfect. I think we will stay away from them right now. However. Stay away from him. Yes. Do you have anything against Jarrell? 
I wouldn't say against. However, I'm not against. <laughs> what happened he, with you? Let's just well, say he made a uh, a deal that he didn't upkeep his end of the bargain. Made a deal. He had a deal. What, what kind of deal? If you don't mind me asking. Um. Go a little bit someplace a little bit more private where there's not so many prying, prying eyes and somebody that might come up upon us. Of course. Um, all right. I'll uh, I'll take you back to uh, one of our holding cells. It's don't worry. It's you guys are not being held, but it's uh, essentially it's like a jail, like kind of like where he can discuss with you guys in pri- in private. It's uh, for the sp- for um, the spell swords brings you back to like their barrack holding cell area. Mm-hmm. Um, Takes you, uh, Ricky, can you hear? Okay. Uh, brings you guys back to Cortius throughout the town. I'm assuming Remus is following. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll assume he follows. If not, we'll reckon that. Uh, brings you to a winding down through some streets up and uh, heads more of a in the north direction where, where you guys are actually kind of running originally um, to a two-story building has a wand on the like the plaque out in front of it has a wand one way with the sword crossing it the other way there's a book kind of at the crest uh, at the bottom of the of the plaque so instead of like the little like stars coming out it's the sword and spell above it news please in here lead you inside uh brings you into a you enter in. There's a common area. It looks like there's an off. There's a hallway down one uh, down to the left, where there's a couple of different uh, quarter spaces. Uh, out in front of you, there is a not like a not like a workshop, like a blacksmith workshop, but almost like a personal metal shop, where you hear some people kind of like working with weapons and kind of just fixing and tweaking their own armor and their uh, their own armaments and all that. Brings you in. Here, we'll be we'll be uh, we'll be safe from prying years in here. Uh, best of my knowledge, all the uh, spell swords were on the same page. We don't like the uh, imperial guards. They've tried to be a little pushy in in our city, and we don't take kindly to that. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, gonna kind of like peer out, make sure there's nobody out in the uh, the streets or anybody nearby. Mm-hmm. Feel like I'm safe enough. So yeah. we uh, we dealt with Jorel, and we came across one of his uh, requests uh, to clear out a bunch of mines for him. However, in dealing with that, we came across a couple of your friendly cult members. Um, after we took care of them, we went to go tell Jorel about that. Um, I, not knowing, wearing a necklace of theirs. Um, was accused. However, I got that cleared up. Not a cult member, trust me. Um, but make, make persuasion check. Okay. Cool. Uh, Fifteen. Okay. All right. No, no discern. He's good. Cool. So we gave the necklace to Jarrell, um, and he was going to let his people know and have it taken care of and put the town on alert. So we went off and came back, and next thing you know, we're being accused of being cult members spearheaded by Jarrell. 
And we think he has ties to this cult um, that they're trying to either cover up or use against us as the scapegoats. You see him sit here. You're all sitting down at a table by now. People have come over, handed you all drinks, and he's sitting here, and you see him. He has a dagger, pulls out, and he's just toying with it and playing. And, hmm. You were spearheaded and forced to come here with no explanation. No. We were returning some Pegasus. As a matter of fact, we have a hefty uh, payment to collect, and y'all robbed us of that. Some might call us environmentalists, even. Yes. Are you sure that Jarrell meant to send you here? I mean, he gave us, like, three different jobs to do at once. Yeah. Because we were bored. Also, I needed to make some coin, and I wanted to gain some things. Um, But in the process of that, I'm pretty sure he had us arrested and brought up here. And I delivered some mail. That was pretty fun. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, John was a good guy. I love John. I wish we could be part of his guild. Yeah. Yos, if you don't mind, I'd like to have... Glim, uh, Glimpok, come and talk to us as well. Let him know what's going on. Without you, without you, that's okay. May I ask who Glimpok is? Glimpok is, uh, he's the head of the spell swords here. Uh, Younger brother of Tupac, I think, right? (laughs) Not that I have heard of. (laughs) Not that I have heard. Maybe a distant cousin, distant, distant relative. Okay. Um, No eyes on him. Uh, let me say. He's uh, he's meeting with Jarrell right now, and maybe we can get down to the bottom of this. Oh, perfect. Actually, yes, I would like to meet with Glenpock. All right, you see him go. I don't know how soon he'll be here, but just give me just a moment. And you see him kind of look off to the side and uh, grab a pouch from his hand and uh, pull a couple components out of it, and he begins to trace some sigils in the air. Starts to whisper under his eye, breath, and as the flick of his, his hand, he, you can see him cast the uh, the message sending. It's waiting. Be just a moment. He says he'll be here when he's done. Should be, I don't know, half an hour at most. If you don't mind waiting. I heard he was bringing sandwiches. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> uh, I have a seat and start to meditate. Yeah. Uh, you ask around, find a spot to meditate, and uh, they, you have a guard. You actually have a... Um, as, you're, as you ask around for a spot to meditate, you have a... Um, a, little, uh, a woman, an elf, walking over to you with a, with a cloak... With a red and uh, half red, almost like so. It's, so, so you guys know the cultists. Their cloaks were more black, full black with like red trim. She, this this woman, she's got a uh, cloak on that is also red and black, but very different. 
it's a little more Harley, Harlequin-esque, split down like down the center kind of uh, in general with like uh, on her collars, this uh, black and white checkered, very ska, rude boyish uh, style. A little uh, elf knows. Um, you look, looking for a place to place to meditate? Any any place specific? Do you want out, outside? Are you the outdoorsy kind or just a quiet space? Uh, yeah, it has to go outside. Outside, um, more with nature. Uh, more nature. I mean, we have a, we have a couple little trees. I don't know how much it's going to be out as a woodsy, but I'll lead you out there. And she reaches her hand out and goes, "Name's Kelna." Um, she leads you out to back tree as. Um, there's a, you see a, a human there, uh, basic armor attire with the book shape crest on their chest plate, uh, practicing dual-handed fighting with like a sword and then casting a spell. She goes, "Hey, hey, give a, give a little, give a little, give us a little peace here, please. Head on inside and let him take a break. Here, you can practice to meditate right here if you wish. All right." Walks in, she leaves you to your to your uh, to your space and walks back inside. All right, anything you guys wish to do with this? So I have about a half hour. Um, Howard's going to go through his book, okay. kind of study it. Specific. All right. Um, all right. So while you guys are just kind of waiting, then uh, Kelma comes walking in. You guys do see this, uh, this elf come walking in. She's so. Uh, I hear correctly, you guys were mistaken for cultists. Yes, that is correct, actually. Um, I'm sorry, and you are? Kelna. Kelna, oh, uh, Kelna, Il- was it? Uh, Kelna Light Trail. Um, Kelna Light Trail. Well, pleased to meet you. Um, yes, we have been mistaken for cultists. Uh, we would like to, first of all, clear our name, and secondly, uh, go back and collect some payment for some unfinished jobs that we had going on. Well, looking at clear your name, I mean, we have a bit of a job coming up. Probably can help us. I don't know if you guys are already here on the inside. No. Uh, food for your what thought, does, if you're willing. What, what does that mean? Well, we could talk. We could talk more when, um, when Glim when Glim gets here. But we have a. Uh, I've got word that there's supposed to be a meeting with new recruits coming up, and they already think you—they already think that you're part of them. Maybe you guys could sneak in a lot easier than we could. New recruits for what exactly? Well, all we know is that some people have been taken and and kidnapped during the commotion earlier, as well as. Uh, we have informants throughout the city, you know, and they said that there's going to be a meeting for initiation rights. We don't know what's going on, but we need to find out where that's going, where it's happening, and we need to get people on the inside to be able to hopefully stop it. Seems interesting. All right. That's fine. We'll play along for a little bit. Um, we can work as your men on the inside. Uh, I'm assuming... I mean, do they take anybody? We do have... And I look over at Tank a goblin with us. I don't know how well we can all blend in if we all look a little different. 
and my good friend back over there, and I'm going to point to Remus, the tiefling, so... Don't feel? point at me! <laughs> um, here goes, well, I have a... I have a little bit of a, a hand in illusion magic, and I could probably help out a little bit. Plus, we've got extra cloaks, and we have ways that we can mask you guys, if you're willing. Oh, perfect. And don't forget about my, my new friend out there, either. He's, uh... I don't know. He seems nice. He's meditating. It's, it's quiet. He's peaceful. Looks like he's one with himself. And at that, um, you guys What's hear... What's that uh, supposed to mean? Peaceful and just quiet, you know, keeping to himself. <laughs> um, and with that, uh, guys are discussing, just kind of talking it over with her. Um, eventually, uh, Grimpock comes up, and you you hear, uh, um, what's his name, uh, Jenkin, walk over. Ah, please come in. Opens the door. And has this little gnome come walking in, following, dud up in heavy armor, heavy, heavy chainmail, the big, big mace town to the side. What's this? You took me away from, from an important meeting. Jarrell came in, said the Imperial Guards, they all fled. Some, some mistake. What happened? You guys, four, four of us were killed out there. Do we have any leads? He goes, no leads on on what happened. All we know is that men were kidnapped. Citizens were kidnapped, and I may have uh, may have some people that we can send on the inside. And he looks I'm around. He's going to kind of wave. I ah. saw some blonde woman with red in her hair get teleported away. If that's what you're talking about, people getting taken. He goes, that is... I know. <laughs> Go for it. Insert it. Oh, insert the uh, the SpongeBob meme. Oh. They can't find his name. Oh. <laughs> name. name. <laughs> no, I thought you guys were gonna do a new good game plug. Never mind. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> no. you, you see, uh, I you have. see that's what I thought was happening. It's okay. You see Glim's eyes go. They they out. Just your description of her perfectly and his instant recollection. They have Melina. Oh no, Posh, that's his daughter. Oh no. Oh no. It's Posh's um not Posh, it's uh name name name. What's a name? What's a name? Corchi! It's Corchi! It's Corchi, it's Corchi Posh's daughter. Oh. The bookstore owner? Yeah, it was his daughter that he took that they that they took. Oh no. Oh one. He didn't see it happen. Oh yes, um they took they, they, they took about 10, 10 citizens amongst the chaos. The explosions, we were scattered everywhere and they killed us. And uh, I was talking to Jarrell. He was talking about a mix-up. Some, some people were sent here, a mistake. I don't know. He came to find out what yes. was going on and that the Imperial Guards, they fled. Do you have any, any word on that? Um, well, I think we're the people that he thinks 
were mistakenly sent up here. However, I don't think he's 100% innocent. I would not trust him if I were you. As a matter of fact, I do have a present for no. him. Are oh. you going to meet with I mean, I don't want to, but I can. Perfect. I have a potion for him that will help him uh, figure out... Actually, it does help cancel out this cult's if you want to call it the spell siphoning. Um, I was able to use it and regain all my magic back. So uh, if he's being attacked by this cult or even just to distribute out. Um, and I'm going to reach in my bag and pull out the little blue vial. I'm going to give it to him. Uh, I would be careful with that, though, because too much can actually kill you. However, uh, Jarell, I feel, would know exactly how much to do. So go ahead, give him that. Tell him it's from... His good friends. Make a deception check with advantage. Okay. Twenty-one. All right. To Jarrell. To Jarrell, yes. As he takes this blue vial and looks at it, and all right, I'll make sure it gets to him. Is Jarrell still meeting with the High Council? Yes, he's actually staying uh, with one of them right now at at, uh, at, at one of their house, at one of the manors. And who's on this council? Council is made up of uh, some of the more impressive high mages within the city. Um, And as you know, there's uh, Adrian Nightbreeze, uh, Thea Sunpond, Larissa Poetry, Andre T. Leaf, and then me, Glim. I came because uh, because Jenkins said it was urgent. Said that uh, we may have some info on Jarrell. I don't yes. trust him. So good, and you shouldn't. What? That's why I gave you that to give to him to make sure he's okay. However. We believe he might be tied to the cult somehow. Tied to the cult some, somehow? What do you mean? Uh, he may be the one behind it, pushing things and trying to use this as a scapegoat. Really? Yes, really. All right. You see him. Uh... Well, then. If he is, how do you guys feel about uh, going undercover? To take him down. Gonna look at the other three. I'll, or no, I'll, two, I guess. He's off this outside. If oh. you guys were the ones that he brought in, I don't know what the Imperial Guards will do when they see you. If they're under his command and his orders. But I'll tell you, my spell swords won't touch you if you help me take him down. If he is behind this. I have a pretty good hunch he is. Um... So yes, at least I am. I'm gonna look at Fink and Remus. How do you plan to make this worth our while? A cleared name is a start, but this seems very dangerous. I like this guy. <laughs> um, Azoth, how far? How long are you out in the back? By the way, just you know, just so I know. Till somebody come gets me. I'm just trying to relax to possibly get back some of my. Uh, 
energy for spells and whatnot and just kind of okay focused um real quick are you, are you doing a specific feat that requires a certain amount of time or something that we have to know about no okay um i'm almost positive with it if someone is able to check with me is check me as well uh i think you have to wait until a long rest to regain spell slots i think warlock is short rest and they're the only ones that get that uh, yeah yeah as far as i know warlock I think. Is short rests um i'll check where Except- are you <laughs> except, except for because uh, I don't need to sleep but meditate semi-consciously for four hours while meditating I can dream mental exercises and after resting this way uh, human gets from eight hours of sleep okay yeah, so, you you're, so you're attempting to do like a full four hours then sure okay, okay. Um, would you have conveyed that as, was your, as your purpose when you're going out there no no okay you're probably uh, you're not interrupted yet then okay. alright we'll say um, just through this banter of conversation of working through we're at about an hour and a half of, of uh, your meditation right now okay. so you know um, well what, what can I uh, he's eye level with you now Fink he goes well what can I do, f- do for you you're a goblin so I'm you mean sure to get eye level with him so just regular yeah. Um, say, well, we can start with Jarrell. He uh, stole everything I own. As you can see, I've been a prisoner for the last 20 years. And I have a bit of a score to settle. So, really? some equipment would be nice to get started. I can get you equipment to start, too. Some gold. As, some he, looks gold. Over, as he looks over at Kelma, and he goes, er, Kelma, please, whatever we can to fit them out, please. So you can equip your stuff. All right. Um. <laughs> Hello. Oh, she's so cute. Aww. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. Um. So you can equip your stuff now. All right. Okay. What did I get? Uh, starter pack. Starter pack. Okay. <laughs> uh. So you get all your starter equipment and um, coming up, Kelna actually brings you a uh, heal, a potion of healing as well okay. amongst the pile. So not specifically for you, but amongst like a pile of clothes and gear. She also brings you a potion of healing to disperse for you guys. Um, okay. Also, I found this uh, in the back if anyone could use it, I guess. All right, I'll, I'll pocket it for now. Got it. Um, you mentioned gold. I, we can put that in a range. We have uh, five hundred gold each. Five hundred gold each. Yes. So, you would be willing to go undercover to infiltrate the cult and possibly bring them down and whatnot. Then, for five hundred oh. gold each, that's going to be for five of you. That's twenty, or for four of you, that's that's two thousand no, gold. Right. It's five of us. Yeah. I pull out my pet mouse. <laughs> um, straight charisma check. All right. <laughs> I believe. That right. mouse is going to need a lot of cheese. Can I assist him on that? That is an 11. Sure. Yeah, uh, I'll let you assist on it. All right, cool. So you get advantage, Tony. Okay. For advantage. 
Uh, that's that's a twelve now. Ooh. All right, five hundred for the mouse, but <laughs> uh, you guys, I, I'll I'll expect a little bit more than just straight infiltrating. Then, if I'm paying for an extra person that you know isn't there, um, hey, they have to make it out alive too. Everyone, well, yes, you're all going to make it out alive, I'm assuming. You all get paid as, as well as you make it out alive. But if you can, I need to find out where the people are being held that were kidnapped. Where they're being held and bring them, bring them back to safety if possible. Hmm. Bring them back. How about a new proposition? New Instead proposition. of Lucky's payment, and I'll put the mouse back away, how about 100 gold per head we bring back? So five hundred each for the for the job, and then hundred per person you bring back. Yes. No, per head. Per head. Per live head. Sure. Whatever. Uh, I won't be paying you for dead people that you bring back. Why? But if they're cult members. Well, then you just did a service. That's, that's what I job. understood. Mm-hmm. My understanding was that the hundred would be per head of people that you brought back alive. I, I didn't mean that. The citizens that were kidnapped, right? How many people are missing, though? Um, you said back. like at least twenty, at least ten, at least ten. Okay. Ten people were taken today. He doesn't we know. Can make it more. I, we need to. I don't know if there's more people that were kidnapped. It, any any citizens that you can recover and return. Okay. Alive. Yes, we understand now. So they it's a deal clarifying. then. I could do that. Right. It's a deal. How I'll reach out both my hands to shake. Sure. Shakes. Cross-handed. <laughs> shakes. All right. Well, Kelma's, uh, she's been leading the investigation. Um, she's tracked that the cultists are doing something in the, in the north, uh, northeast part of the town. Over, over where the poorer and the middle district uh, meet, there's a couple of rundown buildings that we know that squatters have gone missing out of before, but we don't have any proof that anyone's hiding there. And um, they also have... Let's see. Uh, they've also had... We also have a couple of recruits um, that uh, hang out Kind of like, kind of like on the like beat cops that are out, kind of like on the street, that are over at the Mage's Crutch, little dive pub, um, in the north in the north district, just, just uh, about twenty minutes up from here. That they spotted a figure asking around for people that were looking to make a change. If you guys can start there, you said the Mage's Crutch. The Mage's Crutch. Crutch. Okay. And it's crutch spelled with a K. Okay. Alright. Um, one other thing. Yes. Our previous town that we were at had a uh, some pretty kick shops. Uh, do you have an Oogie Games here? Oogie Games? Yes. Where is that at? Uh, over at 2406 Military Road in Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls, New York? Yes. No, we uh, don't have one of them here, but I wish we did. Me too. Me too. Well, I guess that. Uh, besides that, sure, we'll go over to the Mage's Crutch. 
All right. That was just a plug, right? Yeah, of course. All right. Just make sure. How it is, I was still looking for indie games. All right. It's <laughs> longest journey. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, you guys are going to make your way on over to. Uh, are you guys all leaving? So, right by now, it's been. So, you put on time together. It's, we're about two hours of planning, showing you the map of the city, letting you know where the mage's crutch is. Kelna's pointing it out to you on where to go. Um, she lets you know that her informant was uh, Ty, a uh, half elf. Yeah. Ty Mentone. And he was at the Mage's Crutch last. And then what he kind of does goes, he basically plays the position as the town. It's like one of the kind of the, just the standard drunks that works and just kind of hangs out and just pays and takes in all the secrets of everything he's hearing everyone say. You can meet him there. Um, let him know the, uh, the trickster sent you. The, the trickster? That's me. And uh, I have but, a little bit of a trickery I dabble into. But you're Glimpak. No, Kelna lets you know this. Oh, sorry. You're sorry. Kelna. Yeah. Um, well, basically, she you, she's an arcane trickster. Gotcha. I dabble in the arcane trickery arts, so let them know the trickster sent you so we don't want no one else to no peering uh, ears over here. Alrighty. Um, anything else you can give us before we head out? No, that's, that's all we have. Do you guys need any anything else I can we can provide? I don't know what we have in our stocks. Um, well, I would like something to protect myself a little better. Um, I mean, they're, they're shops. If, I mean, we we have basic armor. If that's what you're looking for, but nothing's fancy or special. How oh, dare you! I mean, I have basic armor on right now. I'm gonna lift yeah. up kind of like my little shirt thingy and like show like the leather underneath that. Um, but I need something a little better. So I uh, thank you for wasting my time, and we will head out. All right, and all right. I'm gonna head out. Out. Uh, I want to trail behind. Yeah. Okay. I'll wave over to Azoth to get him to follow us and uh Alright. Hey uh Azoth. We're uh we're gonna head over and meet an informant, so uh, appreciate it if you tagged along since you seems pretty helpful so far. Can't hear you. It's all good. Yes. Yep. That's it. Yep, we can hear you now. All right. Uh, just so you know, you did not get the uh, benefits yet. If you want, I'd say I'll let you let them know to give you time to wait, and they can wait more. You could. You. I'll let you break it in the sitting if you want to. If I not, can, I can wait for Azoth. I can hang back. It's up to you. Tell guys. Them. I can relay the information. If you guys want to start going ahead, or we can even uh, hang out for a little while while you get your uh, your stuff back. I'm okay with that too. I mean, my character's looking for food right now just because I don't think I've eaten anything since I've been in jail, I'm assuming. Nothing good oh, yeah. anyway. So right. I'm going to ask for like kind of the best food they have. Oh, but I mean, you know, we'll fix something up. And they they have a like a, almost like a communal stew pot that they just constantly cooking and feeding from. So we got you a big bowl. Probably just as big, big, 
about half size of your face. Perfect. Huge. Yeah. All right. That's where I'll be. All right. Are you guys waiting? Or are you guys going to head on uh, without Fink and Azoth? I'll wait. Yeah, I'll wait too. All right. Cool. Uh, and with that, we're going to take a bathroom break because I got to run to the bio. I'll be right back, guys. I don't know if everyone else. All right, guys. Hey, welcome back from our, from our uh, bathroom break presented and brought to you guys by Oogie Games at uh, 2406 in Niagara Falls, New York on Military Road. Oh, <laughs> I just saw a body walk behind. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> this is the worst time for the serial killers to come after us when we're playing games. You know, like, that's just terrifying. We could, we'd have to start oh. over again. Oh, God. I've been watching too, ma- too much of Criminal Minds. But anyway, guys. Uh, as we left off before the break, um, uh, Azoth was finishing up his uh, short, long rest a little bit, replenishing them spell slots, uh, and the party was just kind of waiting, preparing, and kind of getting to know each other a little bit before heading off to the Mage's Crutch in search of uh, Ty, an informant to Kelma. All right. Anything else you guys want to prepare or discuss amongst uh, monks before you guys head to the Mage's Crutch? Yeah, one thing real quick. So this was considered mm-hmm. short rest. So do we heal any damage? Um, it's it yes, it's considered. Time. You can heal if you want. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, use any hit dice you want. Um, Azoth, you get to. It's basically it's you took a long rest essentially. Yep. Perk of a perk of the elves, guys. As um, long as as long as you can devote that that time for it. So I'm, I'm out of my trance now, right? I'm back with the group. Yeah, you can come out of it. Yeah, they, they've caught me up to speed with everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Is the um, is uh, not Kalina? Is the other the gnome guy or whatever still there? Glim. Yeah. Um, he's packing up and kind of getting ready to leave, but he's still there. Um, I asked him if he knows who the. Uh, what house the Imperial Guards that they're uh, at contest with who, uh, who they're serving? Um, they uh, serve under let's see. they serve under uh, Agnoth uh, self-appointed basically from uh, Lord, Til- uh, Lord Tilburn himself placed over us um so uh, over the Imperial, there's like little providences kind of popped out. And uh, was it Tilburn is the one that kind of controls the plains area. So he appointed Agnoth uh, Lion Lash. I'm hearing clicking on my end. You guys, That's am I coming through okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. Okay. Yeah. Um, with me clicking something real quick, sorry. Ah, no, you're fine, ma'am. Uh, uh, yeah, Agn- Agnoth Lion Lash. He is, uh, he's in charge of the Imperial Guards. We don't really see eye to eye on much, though. He's very much more brute and very aggressive in attack. Where there's no arcana trading, doesn't know the, the, the importance of patience and study and understanding. And uh, direction lets you know is that their, ba- their main kind of barrack headquarters, they have two small ones. One is more near the uh, entrance of the gates that you guys came into the town on. And 
it's more or less kind of like anyone that walks through there, someone's always there to kind of catch an eye on who's coming and entering in, uh, especially between commerce and goods. They're kind of like the border patrol that are like checking everyone that's coming in. Um, as you guys did notice, your cart was not checked when you did enter. So they'd let you kind of just go in. And then the other one is, uh, is also up near the, uh, high uh near the higher mark uh not the higher market the uh upper class kind of like the nice the nice area the upper class uh section but to the north on the map would be north uh west where like the lord manors are they have a, like a position post out there almost like a private security teamish they have a, they have a group out there Anything else? Okay. Mine. I'm good. Yep. All right. I'm good too. Okay. Uh, so you guys are just going to leave as as is then? And just head, make your way? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yep. All right. So you guys leave. Uh, Kelma directing you where to go. Uh, telling you, please, just keep it low profile and... Uh, here, actually, in case you get stopped by any other spell swords, this this won't work for the Imperial Guard. So if they're after you, be careful for those of you that were wrongly detained. Whatever the situation is, please be careful. But for us, this will help. And they actually, um, she gives you a little medallion that is a closed book. So it's almost like a, not a medallion. It's, it's more like a little pendant, a little square like book that is closed, but it's like a little bronze copper about, okay, see, about the size of something like this. It's little like metal. And that when you open it up, it has a little bit of the stars kind of just fades out of it. Just, this is one of our symbols. Any other spell sword is, as long as they're not under someone else's payroll, they will, they will respect you and, and help you if ne- if they're able to. Okay. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm take it and put it inside my coat pocket. Do we each have one or is it just one for all of us? I I we only have one. One available right now. This is this is kind of actually my backup, so please, I, I do need this back when you're done. Maybe don't give it to me then. I'm gonna have it to either one of you want it, I'm gonna I'll take it. Here you go, he's off. Thank you. Who knows? Maybe if you do good, we can get you permanent ones. All right. Like for all of us, or just one for all of us, permanent? I don't see why not all of you. Perfect. Who knows? Thank you, thank you. Um, something's been happening horrible to our to our city, and appreciate any help knew there was something weird going on here and uh, she walks you guys out to the door and says keep safe stay to the shadows the whole Gandalf thing go alright um, you guys are able to make your way to the the mage's crutch now if you wish what time of day is it Let's see you guys waited four hours it was the middle of the day Around 6.30 now, 
and it's okay. slowly starting to get not dark, but it's around the fall time. So think, you know, starting to get darker a little soon, sooner. So you can start to see little twilight, little stars. The moon starting to show, starting to creep in the sky. All right, mm-hmm. All right make uh, make survival checks as you guys are making. Or was it snow? Survival checks would be to make your way there. I'm assuming she told us how to get there, right? Yeah, she told you guys how to get there, but you've but you've all never been there. Does anyone have like a perfect memory or taken a? Oh no, I don't have that. Like she she didn't give a map or anything. She just kind of verbally told you how to get there. Gotcha. So, um, uh... actually, no lies. I, I'll I'll uh, never mind. Azoth, you bet in Brian Spell a bit. So with Azoth, with your help takes a little bit of time uh do roll survival checks just for to see how long it gets how long uh it takes to get there uh with or without the modifier with the modifier 21 nice okay nice Nice. (laughs) you guys get there uh a better part of a half hour just kind of sneak your way through um how are you guys are you guys doing anything specific to get there traveling any specific ways Walking. Just walking down the streets and everything? Yeah. Right. Right. Stick into the shadows as much as we can. Okay. Uh, make some stealth checks then. Just a general. Let's see. Um, before we do stealth checks, I'm going to give Azoth the blessing of the trickster and okay. tell him not to mess it up again. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> That's was it advantage? Advantage on stealth checks. Sweet. Yep. All right. So what do I get after I roll? You get to roll it twice and take the higher of the two. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Nineteen. Nice. All right. Nineteen. Sixteen. Sixteen. Eighteen for me. Remus. You're a rogue. Oh, what do you got? I'm sorry. Which was it again? Stealth. Stealth. Oh, okay. Sixty something. No, eighteen. Not yet. Not yet. He's only level four, guys. Wait until he's yeah. at least level five to get to get above twenty. He's on, on the regular. Um, all right, yeah. You guys cap off, keep out of distance. There's a there's a couple times where uh, Azoth, you're you're trying to remember the exact directions and you're being careful. You almost alert a guard or two, just a group of you, but you feel this in the presence of the moonlight. keeps you to the shadows. You feel the the light of the moon is is almost guiding you and keeping you out of direct uh, vi- uh, direct like a visual of any guards in general. Hmm. You guys make your way and you come up to this uh, dive bar looking uh, store, this dive bar looking uh, shop no, not shop. That's dive bar, actually. It's a, a wooden kind of almost a out like a little bit of a porch, like almost like a drinking area out in front where you see a couple uh, humanoid figures kind of leaning next to each other, uh, holding glasses. One of them has a wand just swirling it in his hand and little, sp- little spittles are going <laughs> off of it. Uh, there is a 
red-skinned figure leaning in, um, talking closely, intently, kind of like, I don't know, maybe making out, but like kind of hugging up close with another figure. You hear some like muffled noises coming from him. Uh, this bar is, this pub tavern is taught really closely, really tight between a bunch of the buildings off to the side. There's no real alleyways there. You guys walk up to it. Uh, and on the, uh, above it, the sign, you can look up seeing, because most of you have dark vision, right? I do. Yes. Yep, yep. All but Howard. Um, you see it very faintly dimly named uh, the Mage's Crutch. And it is a drunken, a drunken-looking Gandalf-styled wizard with, like, the blue robes of the stars, but kind of, like, long beard, crooked hat. And he is uh, kind of swaying in appearance, and he's kind of leaning over on this crutch. Kind of almost drunken stupor. You guys go in? Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, You guys walk in, and it is dark, dimly lit. You see candles are are floating short, short candles. Um... With little little matches, and some of them are dark flames, are lit and kind of just floating lawfully in the uh, in the air to create a darker, dimmed ambiance. Uh, there's a bar, and it's dark in here. It's kind of seedy, little little uh, distinction between uh, different people's facial features. It's a little hard to tell who's in here. And you uh, see at the bar, there is a uh, red-skinned figure with their hair that is slowly emanating this glow from the short, tight-kept hair that is just slowly just glowing, kind of in uh, tune with the candles that are also floating throughout the place. Uh, a couple couple um, booths, table or two. You know, it's the dive bar. Welcome to the Mage's Crutch. What do you guys uh, I was going to walk up to the bar... And he's going to order himself a nice ale. It is, um, you walk up and you see uh, it's this uh, red-skinned humanoid figure. And she is looking, he goes, ah, an ale. Um, uh, sure. Five silver. Grabs your bottle, hands it over to you. Uh, would you like it chilled or warm? Uh, yeah, sure. Make it chill for me, please. Thank you. Problem. And she uh, grabs a couple... Uh, it's like a little pouch of almost like rocks off to the side and just kind of sprinkles it in the drink. Hands it over to you. I'll flip her a gold piece. Thank Keep you. The change. Um, so I am looking for somebody. I don't know if you can help me or not. Yes. Uh, do you know a tie? Tie, yeah. And drunk. It's here nonstop. I mean, I kick him out, but he pays. It's uh, over at the end. And you see this little hat, this uh, halfling hunched over. Just... I don't want one. One second. That'd be him over there. I thank you for your time. I'm yeah. going to carry my little ale and walk over to him. All right. You walk on over to him. 
What do you What do you guys all want to do while that's happening? Is anybody gambling or throwing dice or anything like that? Yeah. You see, in a, there's one booth where there is a couple CD-looking figures in cloaks, and there's one that there's one half-orc that is big and uh, strapped up with daggers and a axe off to, on their on their thigh. This hair on a t- in a ponytail behind it has a hand of cards looking across the table at the three figures. It's a pile of coin and uh, a, a skull. In the pot, Ooh. sitting there. All right, I want to go. I'm not sure if I'm joining this game, but I definitely want to kind of be in their presence. I kind of want to see what's going on with that. Okay, you go over there and you're watching. And uh, he looks over and he goes, "Deal." One of the one of the other cloaked figures puts out cards, pulls it over. They're all looking at each other. You see the orc. Have a grin. <laughs> I, I don't know card terms. I, I draw or call. I call it or whatever it is. <laughs> and then he ends the hand. I don't play card games. <laughs> I call and uh, puts his cards down and folds them open. And um, you see, make a perception check at this as he puts as they put uh, their hands uh, face up. Uh, Twenty one. Twenty-one. You see one of the cloak. You see the cloak figure that actually dealt cards out to everyone. Begin to pull something out of their uh, their wrist cloaks, like almost like they're like like a card. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he's feeding himself a card as he's about to. Uh, he has a smile appear on his neck, grinning. Ah, all right. <laughs> and uh, as lays out the cards. The other the other two figures throw up their stuff and uh, throw on their cards all aggravated and this one that's it was dealing. Ah, looks like I win again. It goes to put their hand over the pot and the orc, the half orc grabs a dagger and slams it on the table, grabs it and they start to look at each other. It looks like there's uh being disc- uh, disgruntlement. I saw that. You didn't see it. Oh, I know what I saw. Goes to grab her the hand, pulls it away. And you see it go. You see the cloaked figure. I'd watch myself if I were you. And the half-orc just kind of... Uh, shoves the gold one way, gets up and walks away. All right, I'm going to go follow that half-orc, but we can come back to me. Okay, cool. They walk, uh, they're walking over to the bar, just so you know. Okay. Remus and Azoth, what are you guys doing in here? Um, I'm half keeping an eye on Fink. Just to keep an eye out for him. Just uh, give him some backup if something goes down. I won't get in too much trouble. Don't worry. Also, in it for my own interest as well. Okay. <laughs> Remus. I sit down at a table and start to read a book I took from pages pages. <laughs> Um, roll a d20 on, on, on the... Were you trying to grab any specific book? No, just whatever no. book I was using to pretend to be a mannequin. All right. How to steal. <laughs> um, actually, roll, hand? Yeah, uh, no, roll a d20. I want to see, because you weren't trying to steal it. You just kind of grabbed it, right? And just... Yeah. Yeah, roll a d20. I want to see what you, what you got. 15. 
15? All right. You actually did grab a book, and it is known as, uh, on the cover, it says in uh, big, bold words, The All-Nighter. In the first book, the first page, it reads, uh, This book can be, do- could be read during the course of a long rest and still benefit uh, of the taking a long rest. After doing so, the reader has advantage on, in- on uh, intelligence and wisdom checks for, the- for one day. Nice. One time use right. book. But so you do see this. So you would read this over kind of like a, an all nighter. And and not uh but you would still t- retain like a long rest. Yeah. So yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh that's a one time use book, so when you're actually gonna do that, let me know when you're actually gonna use that. Yeah. But you're gonna play the whole I'm reading of something. Alright. Uh where are you sitting? You said at the bar? No, just at a table. At a table? Okay. Sit off at the table, keeping an eye out on watching everything. Um, all right, let's pick up with you, Howard. You walk on over to uh, Ty. Thank I'm you. I'm just going to sit down at the table right in front of him and just stare at him. Can I help you? Hello? Can I help you? Can you use Awakened Mind now on him? And telepathically talk in his head. I hear you're the person to uh, talk for information. Can can awaken? Can it go two way? Is it one way? Um, I think they only hear it. I don't think they can speak telepathically. Okay. Because this determines what happens. Um, nope, I can only speak to them telepathically, and they can understand me, but that's it. Alright, um, you see him look down at his drink, take a sip, grab his knife, slow, like, little, not like a dagger, but like a little, like, pocket-type whittling knife, and starts just kind of making some notches on the on the bar, just kind of like out of boredom. Do you understand Thieves Camp? I do. Um, Remus does. Does my uh, Eyes of the Runekeeper help with that or no? I can read all writing with that. Um, Keeper. I want to check. See. Shouldn't It's included in all writing this. I need Um. You start. You you begin to. Uh, no, you don't. You actually, you wouldn't. No, you understand that he's he's writing something out in common but you're not getting the getting what he's saying you don't understand it okay. he kind of looks at you expectantly for a response I'm afraid I can't read that I'm going to yeah. yeah. I'm afraid I can't read that however my purple friend over at the other table might 
see him just kind of just lean back. Yo! I'm going to look over at Remus and just be like... Try I get know in. you, right? We go back to school together. He's pointing over at Remus. I slowly walk over confused. While he's screaming, you, the bartender goes, Will you stop disturbing the paying cuss? Come on. I'll have to kick you out. It's a poor job, but he's just playing up the whole drunken drunken uh, thing. Gonna wave over to Remus just to come on. Did you come over, Remus? Uh, uh, yeah, I come over. Oh. I, I'm coming over. Okay. What do I? Uh, what do I read? You see him just kind of take his knife and just on the on the bo- on the bar, and he goes, "Who sent?" It's in thieves' camp. Who sent you? What the hell does that mean? Um, what I said that out loud. <laughs> we came here because we want to be here. What do you mean? Who sent us? He looks over at you. Looks over at you, Howard. Just kind of like explain further. Yeah, his, his coat's weird. Don't look at him funny like that. I get it. It's yellow. The man is stylish. He wait, puts his hand in through your... Nah. Grabs another drink. Swigs. Ugh. Also, there's no way Howard or I went to school with you. I'm sorry. I mistook you. I thought you were someone else. You think you see one tiefling and you think you see them all. Yes. That, that sounds a bit racist, my friend. However... You made assumptions, yep. I, um... Alright, so we are here on... Behalf... Oh, this, is, this is all right here, right? Yeah. Telepath? Okay. We're here on behalf of uh, Kelna, the trickster, um, to get some information about our friendly cult members and what you might know about them. Looks over at uh, at uh, you, Remus again. Mm-hmm. Starts kind of just marking down and just makes it look very just nonchalantly, and uh, marks down. Let's play some cards. Why that cheats? <laughs> I'm gonna look over at Remus like I, I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> He can't. He can't speak to you guys. He's trying to. He's trying to let you guys know. Uh, I guess through the thieves' can't. You can just. You can uh, perceive that he's trying to tell you uh, the guy playing cards is someone that he's being that he's watching. Has uh, Has Fig sat down yet, or is he just? Is he not playing cards? Fig's not playing cards yet. Fig actually went over to the bar to follow. I went, the, I went uh, to follow the, Oh, you followed the other guy. I'm sorry. Yep. All right, I'll go over to the card table. Sure. Walk on over. There is uh, two humans in robes, kind of cloaked up, just keeping to themselves, and one in the middle, fanning uh, cards, 
shuffling them, scooping in a big pile of gold with a skull on the center. Can I help you? Is this seat taken? And I point to the empty seat the orc left. Do you have gold? Or something worth a value? Uh... See, yeah, it's I, not free. I, I, I got some gold. How much? I don't know. How much How much are you playing for? Enough. How much gold do I see on the table? I don't like... At an at a eye's glance, you're looking at about a pile of... About 150 gold sitting down there. The skull is a humanoid-looking skull with two big diamonds in its eyes. Okay. I don't know. I'm just going to sit down and see what happens. Like I said, the seat's not free. I understand that, but you're not giving me a price, sir. How much gold do you have? And I'll tell you if you have enough. I know I have enough. I just need you to tell me how much a hand is. 300 gold. Now. That's impossible when there are four of you and there are clearly not even 300 gold in that skull. They already sure. paid their share. Yes, of 100. If there are 300 in the skull and there are three of you, that is 100. Who said that this is all of it? I did. If you don't want to pay 300 gold, you can put something magical in place. Do you have anything worth? Well, look now. You have an eye patch, right? Yeah, no, I have that. What, did I? Yeah, I made like a shitty eye patch. Yep, but you have an eye patch on? Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to put a dagger on the table and say it's magical. Make a deception check, please. Alright. 21! Um, how close am I uh, as far as uh, distance goes to uh, Remus? Am I uh, within touching distance? Within touching distance? Yeah. Did you... You didn't follow... No, I'm still gonna follow him. Um, yeah. If you want, I mean, you could walk by him, or you could be at the booth, uh, like kind of like back, like sitting back to him, or sitting next to him. All right, uh, I just position myself to be within uh, earshot or touching distance of uh, Remus. Okay, head on over there. The 21, uh, for now, it seems that your buy-in is worth it. Hand you some cards. All right. Um, is anyone else doing anything? Well, is, before Remus, we... is he officially playing now or going to start playing? They're about to start playing cards. They're about uh, to, like, kind of they start dealing out cards and 
putting it in and yeah. All right. Um, I su- subtly tap him and uh, cast guidance on him. Make sight of hand check. Uh, I believe uh, sleight of hand check. Uh, five. All right. I don't have card games ready, so we're gonna improv this with dice, and I'm gonna f- we're gonna have it set up for next time. Then. <laughs> Did you say uh, five? Yeah. I'm going to try, like, if I feel it, I'm going to try it and play it off as him hitting me in the head. Just go, oh! Alright. And was it guidance, she said? Yeah, so, yeah. uh... Is that, yeah. um... Advantage on the next roll, or it is, uh... Plus something. I can't remember what guidance uh, does. It just He rolls a d4, and it's to the ability check of his choice. Got it. And okay. it can be before or after making the check. Okay. So... What we're gonna do we're for uh, for this game of dice or for this game of cards, we're gonna say that it is. Let's see, I like it actually with d sixes. We're gonna, gonna be going given. To, go on. I'm going to use my crazy eye and look at everyone's hands. Ah, all right. Hold on. One moment. What is your What is your crazy eye do? I can look through simple materials for ten minutes. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it's a well. Yeah, I carved out my real eye because we attacked the black dragon, and I got acid in my eye, and I had found this about eyeball-sized gemstone in a treasure chest prior in another world. So I was like, sure, let's just shove it in. Forks. <laughs> I mean, t- to be fair, Ricky did... I mean, Remus did understand what this eye was. I mean, you've spent enough time with the gem that you'd be like, oh, this is yeah. what this does. So it wasn't just, like, scoop out the eye and put a gemstone in it. <laughs> um, it could have been. I mean, you could have. <laughs> uh, all right. So what I'm going to do is have... Let's see. Two. That. Two and him. Two and then him. Okay. So... I need you to roll two D6s and a D4. Okay? okay. Those are going to be your four cards. It is the high, the highest man wins. Of Please. all... Two D6, one D4. But you said four cards. Oh, four cards? All right, sorry then. Three well, D6. No, I thought, that's what, I thought that's what you said. That's why I was confused. I, I was like... I'm sorry. That, yeah. I, I'm I'm impro- I was not ready for a dice game on the five. no three three cards makes more sense if you want to do two d six and a d four. Yeah. No, let's do, let's yes, let's do it two d six and one d four. All right, I will. Internet dice don't fail me now. Chessix, if you're watching this, I really hope I beat you. Chessix dice. Oh baby. Okay. Uh, you so, are. Does it? What's up? Oh, I was gonna ask. Does it matter which die rolled what number? No, but those are your. Those are essentially your three cards that you were handed. Okay. Cool. Um, you're able to re-roll one card if you wish, which okay. you see. One of them re-rolls. 
and the other two are uh, going to keep their hand. I'm going to keep my hand as well. Wait, what do I see them have? All right. So you see the uh, the one to the left, the one that did not deal, has a three, a five, and a two. Okay. The one that dealt has a six, a five, and a two. And the one to yeah. your right has a five, four, and a two. I, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with my hand then. All right. Um, do you wish to... He, uh, you see them all kind of throw in a couple extra gold coins. One pulls out a little... Uh, pendant type necklace with a heart on it puts that on it uh, one of the guys off to the side puts it out feeling lucky do uh do you wish I to will... match yeah I'm going to uh oh what the hell I'm gonna put my uh the old nighter book out there <laughs> Hey, look at this. He tries to give us a book. Ah, please, please don't don't insult us. Something it's a magical. Magic book. Something magic. Uh, all right. Let me be a little more specific. Uh, no f- books. Magic items. It took you long gold. enough. Um. Well, can you you gentlemen match this? And I pull out my golden dragon claw with a big you smile on my face. Ah, all right, I could do that. You see, uh, one of them pulls out a, um, pulls out a pair of gloves that are almost made of this dark felt, but look like they were almost like they're covered in soot, like dark, dark, like ashy. But it's almost like the material itself, almost like this dark, silky felt. We put it on. Uh, they do. Uh, they go through and see if anyone wants to uh, change out a card. Oh, we already did that. Oh, no. Uh, into that. Let's see, I'll go through. Um, they are going to give another card. So roll a d6 to add to it. We get four cards now. Yep, we're going to hand out another card. Oh, I forgot to ask this. Could I have added my guidance to any of those rolls? Uh, it's up to you to when you want it. What you want to use it on? Well, no, it was. Check? Yeah, I was gonna say it's more. So I don't think it would apply no, to this, right? Right. No, this wouldn't apply to this directly. Gotcha. Pull out oh. one more. So are we making the best three card hand or? Okay. Yeah, we'll make best three card hand out of the four cards. Uh, is there any that you would like to re-roll? As they all kind kind of put up a match, some more gold on it. Only putting about fifty have? gold pieces. What do they have now? Uh, the one on the left got a three. The one in the middle got a two. The one on the right got a five. And you actually see the one in the middle, the dealt cards. He uh. is going to attempt to roll a new card. And make a perception check for me. Uh, 
ten. Ten. Um, all right. You see him uh, just roll a, roll a new... Uh, he picks up and gets a new card. He, uh, he draws a new card, and it's actually a six this time. You see him grab. So what does he have in total? In total, he's got six, five, two, and a six. So it's best out of three. We'll have it be. What do the other three guys have again? I'm sorry. No, you're good. Five, four, five, and then the other one's got, or into and two, and then the other one's got a uh, three, five, two, three. So. All right. Yeah, I'm still confident. I'll put fifty more gold down. All right. Uh, if you want to back out now, I'll let you uh, take your, uh, your your dagger in it, but you gotta gotta keep the gold. I don't know if you want to take a half a half a hand before we just. Did you put your hand down already? Rushy, folds out the cards. <laughs> Looking all happy. What's he got? He has a six five and a six. The other one has pulls out the five four and a five, and the other one pulls out the three five three. I've got a six, a five, and a four. I got a straight baby. He puts his hand Woo! on the file and starts to scoop it in. How about like a, I take out a mental dagger and start to stab at him. I go near I his hand, best, but I don't stab him. Best out of best, th- best three cards. That is best three cards. He, there's no no ruling about a straight, just highest numbers. There is. No, there's not. In three card, yeah. I'm making. I am made. I made the game up on the spot for the rules. Is this a legit? I don't know. I'm not playing an echo card game. Oh, well, I'm not that's playing why I'm confused. I would have done other stuff then. Oh, because I had a six, a five, a four, and a four. So it was the whole, the highest dice, the highest dice numbers. Yeah, so Three I highest dice. The, I would have changed at least two of them. Okay. I'll let you retro if you want to. If you want to pull out and turn, uh, re-roll one, I'll let you re-roll one then. Okay. <laughs> That's why I saved it. I was like, "All right, cool. I got a straight. No one's got even a pair." Mm-mm. Also, how did he end up with two sixes? Two sixes. You say a six, a five, and a six. Yeah. Multiple but sixes in, six. in the deck. But you said he pulled the second five. He pulled a second five. What? No, the one to the right got a second five. The one in the middle, the one that dealt out cards, he's got a six, a five, a six, and a two. Okay. Well, I have a six, a five, and a five now. Huh. Not good enough today, it looks like. And he goes to kind of scoop in everything. Uh, I would like way. to tear his sleeve and just hope cards fall out. With my I, psychic dagger. Oh, with the dagger, you want to kind of like cut at his sleeve? Yeah. Um, make an attack roll. Okay. Can I be like walking up behind the dealer while mm-hmm. this is all happening, just in case? Yo. 24! Yeah. You go to cut at his sleeve, and as his sleeve rubs open, which. We're going to hold it right here. We're going to jump over to Fink. As you oh, cut okay. open and cards start to spray out of his hand, out of his, like, Fink. Uh, uh, this orc is 
He's at the bar. Large one. Double, please. So I figured I'd go I'd go stand on the stool next to him and kind of get ear level. And just kind of ask him, hey, what's the deal with that cheater over there? Cheater? What do you mean? He's just having a lucky night. Oh, you didn't see all the sixes in his sleeve? Sixes in his sleeve? What? Yeah. I watched him plain as day. You're not me, are you? Do I you are. Like- if you are and I go hurt him and he gets mad at me, I'm going to kill you instead. Well, before you do anything crazy, who is that man? Hell, if I know. I came in here looking for a drink. He asked everyone if they were looking to make some money. They were feeling lucky. And he goes off talking about asking about power. Did you, put, job. did you put that skull in the pot or was that his? Uh, one of the other guys put that in the pot. I'm just going to start yelling at this point, hoping everyone, I'm making a scene. We're not, that, we're not happening, that's not happened yet. Oh, no, I know, but no. one, one side cut it open, that, yeah. Yep, okay. Well, yeah, I'm going to tell the, the half-orc, you know, I'm not lying, I saw him do it, and I've got your back, I don't like cheaters. I'm Honor among cheating. thieves is one thing, but not cheating. I don't like cheating either. What's your name? Thinks. I'm just going to kind of hype this guy up a little. Finks? Name's Tyron. I'm going to f- kill him. He gets up. Real quick. Make a... Make a... Honesty check would be... Persuasion? Charisma? Charisma. Charisma. Charisma check. Yeah, honesty just straight check. <laughs> honesty check? Because... Yeah. Well, wouldn't he roll insight versus me? Is that right? He well, was. I'm not lying though, so yeah. You're so not. See, I, just, I want to. I want to hear how. I want to see how his. How he pull. On, how he's taking this. All right. Seventeen. Yeah, that's enough. Gets. Right, I'm, right, I'm right behind him. Gets up. You see him grab the hatchet at his thigh. Walks right over to the table. Slams it down. Just as Remus cuts open his, uh, or he's walking over to get ready to slam the hatchet down to the table. Just as Remus cuts open his wrist, the car goes everywhere, and he goes, "Ah, you're a cheat!" And he jumps after him, tackles at him, and just slashing at this guy. Um. Yeah. I, while this happens, I look at the two other guys. And I just say split pot to the three of us and try and help us divvy it up evenly. All right. Um, I have the next best hand, but I, I at least feel like they'll understand and just let us all take this. All right. In the commotion, I'd be just going to grab randomly at it. Or are you grabbing for anything? Are you just kind of scooping or how are you do? How are you doing this splitting the pot? Because a, a half orc is about to dive over the table and just, Come at the sky in the robes. What's in the uh, pot right now? Well, um, noteworthy, that's, noteworthy that's in the pot. Uh, the golden golden claw. I would definitely gloves, grab my claw back. Pendant, a ton of gold. As the skull. So, and your dagger. Oh, and a skull. And a skull. Um, so, what are you aiming for? Because you're not going to get all the good stuff with for them. Like Everyone's going to try and grab this stuff. So what are you go- trying to grab? I want my claw back. I'm hoping to get the gloves too, and then as much gold as I can arm swing in. Can I reach for the pendant? Yeah, I think I want to get out of this too. 
All right. Well, you're, I assume you're following the orc. Well, yeah, you're yeah. just like you're just like gassing him up behind him. Well, yeah, I'm like a hype man, but I'm not actually getting in this fight. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that's what I mean. Like you're close enough where you can just like yeah. swoop behind the other guy next to me. But I did I did want to grab that skull if uh, it is available. Okay. Um. So, Howard, you're just watching. You're just this all happening behind you, right? I'm getting a lay of the lay of the room. I'm standing behind the dealer at the moment. So as soon as this is all going to happen, dealer dealer has his back to a wall with two guys sitting next to him in the booth. Got him. Okay. Remus is sitting in front. Then I would. And this half orc is about to jump in from Remus's right. Okay. I didn't realize he was against the wall. Um. So then I'll be the closest to the guy to his right. To the dealer's right. The dealer's right. So like that guy's there. I'll be like as close as I can get, basically to the dealer along the wall. I guess if that makes sense on the right side. Okay. Um. Okay. So it's a it's going to be a little bit of a cluster for this situation. Uh, Ricky, I need you sleight of hand to grab what you want. You got to you have to beat out. The other two players sleight of hands first. Can I guidance him again? Uh, he still has guidance technically, I think. He hasn't used it. You're right, he yeah. hasn't. So I'm gonna use it now just to try and help my Annie. Mm-hmm. Let's see, come on, something good. Yeah! I got a dirty twenty with it. Dirty nice. twenty. You scoop a pile of the gold, grab the claw, and while you're grabbing the claw, the the claw is actually kinda like Hooked onto the that pair of gloves, and you put and it pulls it uh, in. You got oh, it. Nice. Um, Finks, you said you're trying to grab at the skull. Yep. Sleight of hands with disadvantage. Or er, yeah, how quick are you to grab at? Um, fourteen and twelve. So twelve. Fourteen and twelve. Um. A little too big, and the two humans off to the side, they both grab at a pile of gold and over at the skull. It's just a little too much bigger for you to grab, uh, especially with your height, because you've got to try to hop up and jump at it. Do I see which one got it? Uh, the one to the right of the dealer. Okay, so I will be biting his ankle when it's my turn. Got it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Azoth, were you trying to grab at it, or were you just guiding? I wanted to get the pendant. You were grabbing a pendant. Go for sight of hand check as well with disadvantage. The roll twice? Yeah. And then the lower of the two. Twelve. Twelve? Uh, first, you, you, you get a nice scrape of gold. And as you go to grab the pendant, the, uh, the guy, or the dealer right in front snatches it and pulls it away from the hands as he's trying to scoop in gold and he's getting smashed and this orc just comes tumbling in. Um, guys, I think we have a barroom brawl. Let's roll for initiative. Oh, God. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> 19. Nine, so Fink is 19. Remus, what are you at? 11. 11 is Remus. Howard? 8. Howard? 8. Azoth? 13. 13. 13. Not 
may not be a long fight, but you know, let's see where everyone's at. 15, 12. It is the it was the dealer's turn, seeing uh, rolling the highest. He uh, sees his half orc come after him, and he you hear him go ah! for his turn. As he gets sees that coming at him, orc jumps right after him with a punch coming in, uh, swings a little widely, uh, misses him, but cracks the guy off to the left of him, the one that grabbed the skull. It is now Fink's turn, actually. Okay, so I am going to cast a spell. Okay. Um, well, before I cast the spell, I mean, I'm assuming weapons are drawn, or is it ever just punching? No, one, wanna... no weapons have been drawn yet. Okay, I don't want to be the first one to do that, then, actually. So I'm going to proceed with the ankle biting. The, oh, the, only, one that, the only one that has a bit of a weapon would be Remus, but the daggers are psychic, so yeah. it's, okay. I would say that they're not visible. Really. Okay, yeah, I don't want to be the first one to get crazy here, so... Yeah, I'm going to try and bite this guy's skull or his hand and just try and make him drop that skull. I, I want the, uh... Who wants the skull? I want it. Okay. Uh, make attack roll. Okay. With advantage, because he is currently just got cracked in the face from the orc. 17 plus 3 is a 20. With advantage is worse. Okay, so 20. All right. Here, real quick, let's switch up this music, by the way. We're on that music going. Yeah, well... Most of the color changes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. A little bit up. Uh, there. <laughs> uh, no, no barroom battle music yet. I'm gonna get some of that stuff in there. Um, some point, I'll figure it out. Uh, so, what did you roll? Uh, Twenty, uh, not natural. Oh, that hits. All right. Um, do you have a bite attack? Uh, no, I have unarmed strike. Unarmed strike? Go for an unarmed strike. Um, it doesn't have a damage value associated with it. I don't know that. Be a <laughs> D4 plus uh, strength. Strength? Okay. Yeah. So D4 minus one. Yep. Little tiny <laughs> goblin teeth. Uh, one damage. All right. <laughs> and uh, where are you biting? Where are you aiming to bite him at? Um, is he is he still holding the skull? Yeah, so he got punched over. His skull was in his right hand, and he's kind of like he right. just kind of got haymakered, and he's leaning over to the side. Like part of him is falling underneath the table a little bit. I'd like to like if he's got the skull here. I'm biting like here, trying to grab at the skull there. Okay, she's gonna go. Ah, let's go of it. Drops. Here's mother. It is now. Um, um, real, real quick. Yeah. And then, uh, bonus action. I want to hide and try to grab it. Okay, it's enough. Uh, wait. Oh, you can uh, goblin. You can bonus action. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. yeah uh, disengage or hide. Yep. Nice. I'll, I'll let it happen. Okay. Uh, you can disengage. Just you under the table. Under the table. You're kind of huddling around it. You uh, don't have time to like grab it yet. Okay. You grab it on your next turn. Um. It is now uh, the guy that had uh, that did not get sucker punched gets up, and he's booking it out, grabbing the gold and 
um, just running with uh, the pendant in his hand. Or no, wait, no, the dealer grabbed the pendant. Yeah, no mind. This guy that he didn't grab anything. He grabbed a scoop some gold and just runs out, running away from the fight. Up next is Azov. Um. All right. Um. I, I'm 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 really wanting that pendant, so I'm gonna uh, cast infestation on the dealer. What do you think? Uh, Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, is it a what kind of a what does it say? It's a one d six. One d six. Is it a spell attack or is it a saving throw they have to make? It's a it's a cantrip. It's a, an attack. Spell attack. All right. So make a spell attack roll. Or does it say it's instantaneously? Instantaneous. Uh, at will. At will. Yeah. Um. One second. 1d6 poison damage. Alright, so it says... Oh, hold on. So it's... Uh, so when you click on it, do you see how it says attack dash save? So it says the target must succeed on a constitution saving throw. So I... So, that, so just so you know, when you do a spell, you're yeah. either making an attack or okay. they have to save. So this one where it has a saving throw, you just let me know that it's a con saving throw. Okay. Um, so what is... So on your uh, spell sheet, see how it says uh, save DC? Uh, or it says, it'll say modifier plus four, spell attack plus six, save 14. Yeah. Above where your spells are. Yeah. See that spell save DC? I got to roll and I got to roll and hit a 14 or higher or else your spell takes hold. That's what okay. this means. All right. And I roll an 11. Plus nothing. Um, so take the spell. Roll one d six. Take one d six. Roll uh, roll damage for me. All right. Uh, three. Three damage. All right. Cool. And then. Poison. Nope. That's uh, so. That's that. And then also it says uh, roll a one d four. For the direction of so, what's coming after me? Did you say? Um, like, uh, just it says mites, fleas, and other parasites. So just annoying just, in his face. Yeah. All right. He's like he's getting bitten. He's looking all around. Ugh. All right. Uh, anything else you want to do on your turn? If not, does, Remus, you're up next. Does he drop the pendant and all the, the fruffle? Um, Oh, let me see. He took damage, so let me make him make a uh, strength check, I'll say. He is, he's holding on to it still. Okay. Yes, though. Remus, you're up. Uh, what did the guy at the bar do? Um, Which one? The, the one that was high? didn't talk and just kept, yeah. The one that was giving you the thieves can't? Yeah. Looks over, goes, Get him! Sucker punch him! He's not blowing his cover. He's just playing up the, the drunkard. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna throw two... Or no. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna get real pumped up, and I'm gonna go after the dealer, too. 
and I'm going to use my sword of the Shavanti cleric on him. Okay, so you're just pulling the sword out mid 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 fist brawl. Yeah. Well, okay. the, the orc has a great axe out. It was like a little hatchet, and he slammed on the table, and he punched the guy. No one has brought out like weapons to attack yet. With oh, you're more than welcome to, but like the axe would kind of like the intimidation, like you would slam it on the table, jump up, punch. That's how this all broke out. I don't know. He tried to cheat me. Jerk, oh man! If you want to take a sword out, we can do that. But I just want to make sure that no one else has weapons drawn yet. No, I'm just gonna throw two psychic daggers at him then. Oh, okay. Make attack rolls. Oh god. First one's gonna be an eleven. Um, that does not hit. All right. And since I didn't hit, I don't have to do the second one. Okay. That's it for me. Okay. Howard, you're up next. Awesome. Um, going to back up a little bit away from the action. The guy that was running with the pendant, was he running like right by me? Sorry, the, the guy running with, uh, the guy running, he didn't have the pendant. The uh, the dealer has the pendant. Oh, the dealer has, okay, never mind. Alright, so Okay. I am going to bonus action cast Shillelagh okay. on my quarter staff. Okay. You feel this, uh, this quarter staff that you carry at your side and keep with you, you feel it develop this little bit of a almost like a sucker, like a almost like tentacle, like suckery feelings as you grab it with your hand, feeling more confident with a with the strike of it. Perfect. In my other hand, I'm going to have my little tankard of ale. Okay. Down it real fast. Okay. Door style another it into the ground. Okay. And with both hands of the core staff, I'm going to aim it right towards the head of the dealer and try to knock his teeth out and make him drop the pendant. Okay, make an attack roll. Uh, that is a 12. Uh, that hits. 12 just hits, nice. 12 just hits, roll damage. Oh. Dang it! Uh, it's not very good damage, though. Two, uh, six, sorry. Six? Yeah. He's looking a little daisy. Uh, what the? Where'd you all come from? He's still looking up and he is still holding on to the pendant. He's making the strength um, saves on it. That's what you get for cheating, and I'm going to wind up for the next turn. All right. It's his turn. That's his... <laughs> whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. I'm, sh- I'm, sh- I'm sure. And uh, that's all he's got. He's. That's his turn, and next up is the orc on top of him, throwing in another punch. Cracks him in the face. Pounding him in his face. He's looking kind of beat up a little bit more. Um, Fink, your turn. All right, I'd like to... Can I grab at the skull? Yeah, you grab the skull. All right, and then I kind of want to, like, I don't know, run under some tables and just kind of get away from the, the brawl in general with my movement. Yeah, tiny enough. Uh, scurry away, hiding underneath a couple of tables. You're, like, three three booths over. 
underneath. Skull is huge in your hands. Oh, that's fine. Yep. Two big diamonds in it, in the eye sockets. Nice find. Nice. I'm uh, happy. It is... Cultist member is out. Azoth, your turn. All right. Um, I want to take a beat and... Um, cast Locate Object. Uh, the object that I'm um, I'm thinking of is the one that has sent me on my quest to grind spell to um, to find the uh, stolen sigil of the uh, tribe mm-hmm. relic. Uh, so, knowing that that's the uh, the missing relic that I'm looking for, I want to see if it's in the vicinity that we're currently in with everything that's going on. What's the range on find object? Or a thousand located? feet. A thousand feet. Let me, check. Let me check the map real quick. Yeah, go ahead. This map check is brought to you by Boogie Games at 2406 Military Road in Niagara Falls. Uh, 14304. Check them out. Boogie Games by Strategy Guides and Maps for your favorite games at Boogie Games. Located. They also. Repair games. <laughs> the more you know. The more you know. Um, oh, yeah, could you have that? The more you know. <laughs> there we go. You get a ping. Uh, not in the room, though. It's not in the room. Not in the room. It is... East uh, I, of where east. you are, far away at the cusp, like thousand okay. feet, like you're pushing it. Okay. Uh, just a quick question for my mm-hmm. knowledge: Where on the map are we about currently right now? On the map, you guys are. Actually, you guys are. Hold on. Um, mm-hmm. shit, I just had it. You guys are roughly uh, where that market square was originally, uh-huh. up to the north, okay. uh, up in like a cluster, like, uh, see, like up to the north, not as far as to the wall. All right. But is, like, it by where that, is it by where that statue is? Like in there? Statue. It looks like there's a statue in there. I don't know. Um... No, I mean, uh, do you see the kind of decrepit-looking houses? To the... To the right? Yeah. Uh, You are to the left of that. Do you see where... Oh, the statues? Yeah, you guys are over near there. I see what statue you're talking about. You're you're over there. Okay. Yes. That's where you guys Um, are. uh, I kind of start to... uh, back away kind of towards where uh, Finks is going. I kind of like... I'm happy with what's going on now. My uh, work is done. Okay. Um, perception. Yeah, you you would see where Finks had had uh, snuck off to. Remus, your turn. This guy's still on the ground, getting beat up. Um. Yeah. Basically, getting punched in from the orc, poof, poof, just beating what, his face in. What's everyone else doing in the the this place? Uh, people have kind of like. 
backed around, got in my way. Uh, people that were sitting around kind of shoved their, shoved their uh, drinks and got out of the commotion. Some people are cheering and shouting. Someone's going, cheaters! Um, you, you hear, st- go on. Is there still any more gold on the table? Just pieces. Just piles, like they'll scatter some. I will pick up the remaining scatter and just walk away from the table. Okay. And use my bonus action disengage. Okay. Good. You walk away from the combat. You're out. It is uh <laughs> the one guy that um it got bit by Finks. He's oh, got God hand ah He gets up and screw this and he leaves. He goes running out. Dealer still getting pounded in the face from the orc. Uh Howard, you're up. Um, I'm already rolled back and ready to go. Yeah. So that the orc is taking care of it. Gonna pause for a second. And then whack right on the top of the head, Gallagher style. Alright. Attack roll. Alright, so that is a 19. That hits. Or, or nice. Nine points of damage. Nice. And with that, um, make perception check. Mm. Uh, 20. Dirty. You hear a clink, clink as something hits the ground. Ooh. As I'll say, uh, combat is kind of ended. The reach down and grab it, or not, not yet? It goes slowly. Okay. S- slowly set it up where uh, you're going to go back down to get it underneath. Underneath, you're kind of looking under, crawling, grabbing this little necklace pendant. Um, the orc just, poof! Cheat! Don't you! Poof! So he goes, <sighs> Where'd the little one go? I kind of pop out, Ugh. pop out under the table or over the table. Thank you. It's kind of getting like a bigger gun. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Walks over, grabs a handful of gold. He just slams it on the table to the bartender. Sorry for the mess. Walks out. Nice guy. I like him. Did he leave his axe or hatchet stuck in the table? Yeah, it's left there. Okay, I'm going to grab it. <laughs> Top. Along with the pendant, too, afterwards. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, All right. You guys are left in the, the mage's crutch with a beat-up dealer of cards from a hand that went wrong and People are slowly like, all right, all right. They're cleaning up. Someone comes over trying to straighten some tables or wiping it down, trying to get some blood off of it. Someone's casting, casting some magic to clean it up. And the uh, goes back to kind of the way the room was before you guys came in and disrupted it. <laughs> How much gold do we all end up with because of all this? Roughly. Collectively, you all pool together sitting over at a table. You have about... 120 
No, 100 piece of gold, 120 piece of gold, 120. All right. Yeah. So what's the deal with my fancy gloves? Don't know. They feel really felty, really smooth. Um, that's all you know about it. While everybody's cleaning up, the dealer was knocked out, right? Oh, yeah, he's knocked out. He's laying there. With the hatchet thing, I'm just going to kind of, like, cleave off his sleeves and, like, rip him off, leave his arms bare so that he can no longer use sleeves to hide cards and cheat from now on. All right. Uh, As you do, you do notice on his arm, on his uh, bicep over here, Mm -hmm. there's a big S with a dagger through it as a tattoo. Is that significant mm. to us? Yes. That's very significant, yes. Interesting. It looks amateurish, by the way. Not like a nice tattoo. Kind of like he went out and got his first tattoo, and they're like, dude, you're like butchered. But it's it's an S with a dagger through it. You do recognize it. Interesting. And with that, guys, we're going to wrap up tonight's session. Wrap up tonight's session. Uh, guys, everyone, players, thank you so much for being along this journey with me. I am your Dungeon Master, Anthony. Thank you so much for, uh, for being a part of this. Everyone watching, listening, whether however you're listening to it or watching, whether it's through YouTube, through the Facebook group, through the, uh, through the Facebook page, on the network website, if you're listening to us via audio, thank you so much for the support. Thank you so much for uh, keeping through with this. And I hope you guys are enjoying this campaign as much as I am. And players, I hope you guys are liking this as much as I am because... Uh, yeah. It's the first first campaign I've ever got to go. This is 14 episodes in, guys. 14 sessions we've kept this going. I'm so excited and uh, to see where we're gonna go from here. You know, we uh, you guys are onto a little bit of a cult now. It looks like for real. You know. Anyway, thank you guys so much. Uh, check out the YouTube Pod Dash Casters Tabletop Gaming. Check out the Instagram podcasters underscore tabletop gaming as well as on facebook podcasters underscore tabletop gaming uh check out the pages follow like share listen if you can for do us a big favor head on over to those youtube videos if you are watching them on there please kind of click below give us a review give us a thumbs up subscribe that really helps out and uh most importantly if you guys head on head on over to itunes and give us a good rating on the itunes for the audio podcast that really does make a difference and lastly, before I am done, I want to let everyone know, head on over to the Teespring we have. We have links below and as well as on the social media, on Facebook and Instagram. We have a store account set up with a couple of designs, specifically the brand new one uh, done up by our very own Danny Chavez uh, to this incredible Mountain Dew Baja Blast swipe for, uh, listen, no matter who your patron is, if you're a warlock, we know what you're going to do on your uh, next turn. No, I'll just blast that. Um, thank you guys so much. I'll let my player sound off. Mark, you're sitting next to me on the Zoom call, so let everyone know where they can find you, promo your stuff. All right. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at the.mark.716. I'm the designer of the network's logo, and I've got uh, time to do your design. Guys, the, the network logo is clean and slick and Hit up Mark to get one done up for yourselves. Uh, Danny, where are they going to find you, man? Um, currently, you can find me trying to weather the current hurricanes headed our way in Florida. Other than that, 
can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Ratfink Arts, R-A-T-P-H-I-N-C Arts. I like to doodle sometimes, so check them out there. Um, you can find me here, podcasters on the network as Howard. And back to whoever's next. All right, Tony. Uh, hey, you guys can find me on Instagram at tbarafato. I'm not going to spell it. Let's keep this a running thing. And uh, <laughs> I post pictures of dogs. So if you like dogs, you might find yeah. a dog there that you like. Nice. What's your name? What's your name? <laughs> you, Tony. <laughs> Ricky? I'm Remus. Uh, you can find me at Rick underscore Coats on any sort of social media stuff right now. Um, what do I got? Uh, the band I work for just released a new song on iTunes and all that stuff. It's called Fire Sale, so check that out. Um, but other than that, I'm here every week playing your favorite weird rogue that somehow makes friends with bookkeepers but also steals a book from them accidentally in a way. <laughs> and, you know, he might have a heart of gold. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, we'll find out next week. Well, guys. A dragon heart of gold. <laughs> I got a dragon claw of gold. Dragon claw of gold. You guys still have the dragon sitting there. No one, no one went back to it yet. No one knows where that is. That's true. That's true. Maybe that's our new hangout. <laughs> <laughs> Till then, guys. Uh, guys, keep rolling, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>